0: Hello? Hello. How we doing? Pretty good. Good, good, good. Any new uh, Dossian pages out? Uh, in the morning. Okay. Guess I gotta wait until the morning.
1: Or you could check the uh, website at midnight.
0: Oh, but who does that? <laughs> hey, Tom? Hello. <laughs> I like that. You suck, deal.
1: Oh, oh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, talking about the Neil's updating Dossian again. Yeah. his webcomic. And I came oh, back yeah, I and thought something about
1: that kitty hawk. Yeah, yeah and... I came back and immediately went into a side story and was like it was like last time on Dossian, such and such happened, and now here's something completely different.
0: See some people forgot that Neil is a really good artist.
1: Well <laughs> I can see my flaws. <laughs> I don't think I'm that great. Well
0: so you're better than me. Well Well he didn't say great, he just said good. Okay. Really good to be exact. What do you think, Tom?
1: I don't have very smooth lines, but then again, I don't use, like, Illustrator. Well,
0: that like adds that. character,
1: I suppose.
0: Well, if you want to talk smooth lines, look at old,
2: look at old Sparky. Mm. I don't think he could draw a straight line to save his life, but
0: most memorable characters. That's it true. had character.
1: Of course, you realize that this, is, that this is building up to April 1st. Oh, God. I <laughs> didn't even realize that. Yeah, and you're going to get there on, on April 1st, and you're going to be like, wait, am I on the right website? <laughs> Oh, you're
0: gonna do something like that!
1: <laughs> Don't worry, I I do have pages coming. It's just a... oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: As long yeah. as it's not something weird about uh, something. Is it a parody of something?
1: It's not a parody of something.
0: Okay, homage, possibly. <laughs> does Pablo know we're on right now? Yes, he does, and see, he's just trying to get to a computer. He's running as oh, fast as he... oh, okay. Because okay. remember, he's doing a movie shoot right now. Oh, I... he said he'll be, he'll be here and he will be here. Let's give him another okay. 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of movie shoots, the Colorado Theaters murderer. Uh, so, Tom, you're fading it. out again. Sounds Hello? like he's
1: turning away from the mic. No, I'm, I'm not moving at all. Oh, okay. Uh. That's, that's weird. Yeah. It's like you're underwater or something. No, it's probably something in
2: breaking window settings, well, while you he can hear me, uh, he's trying to cut a deal to uh, not face a death penalty. Oh. The prosecutor, the, uh, the district attorney, has not responded yet.
0: Well, the only deal I would cut with him is, is are we going to shoot him six times or seven times? No, I mean, I would be
2: electrocution or hanging. Mm. And I would go electrocution simply because I don't want people seeing that he was well hung.
1: <laughs> what the heck is someone making tea so this
0: is the part where the ventures start playing Telstar. we hear it we hear a, we hear a, a beep let
3: me see if you hear
1: See, I was willing to let it play out because I'm like oh this is a great sound effect Neil. yeah Murphy
0: is attacking us I see <laughs> you're very non-committal to that
1: I was I was just saying I was willing to let that that play out because it, it sounded like a pretty cool sound effect even though it's I don't know what that is it's the doctor who opening
0: I'm not hearing anything.
1: It's like old-timey radio, like you're—it's like you're between stations or something.
3: No, I'm still not hearing anything.
0: It's ELO. <laughs> um, uh, go- i gonna have to disconnect you and reconnect
1: you, okay? Okay. Kind of sounded like the Wayback Machine.
0: And finally, Web Fiction World. Before Web Comics, there was independent and self published web release written fiction and literature. Find this all at webcastbeacon.com. Be sure to grab a master RSS feed or master iTunes feed and not miss a thing.
1: Hello. fired ben
0: (laughs) okay justin justin
2: one two three stooges
1: reference and you missed it
0: all right so are we ready? ready
2: ready
1: ready ready as we're gonna be okay let's talk some kaiju
0: Uh, It's just Ben, drummer, my co-host. TV's Mr. Neal. And Gatsuki. And joining us is Pablo Prino.
1: Ah, And
0: joining us as a a news correspondent is Thomas Reborn. My part was actually recorded two years after the original one, just being dubbed in. And tonight we are talking about the whole genre of kaiju. Japanese giant monster
1: movies. Well, this would begin with Godzilla King of the Monsters, of course. Of course. And uh, the name itself is actually Gojira, which is a portmanteau of gorilla and whale. And um, I I believe it was actually named after a guy who had that as a nickname.
2: Yeah, they had that was one of the many uh, explanations that was given for the name Gojira. (coughs) Uh, There was a Worker, <coughs> construction worker who had that nickname that they knew.
3: They thought, oh, if there's a construction worker known as Gojira, then the destruction worker should be named the same. It's very Asian of them, you know, yin and yang, opposites of dragon and stuff.
0: Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's better tasting, less feeling.
1: Yeah.
2: Plus, he could heat his own coffee with his nuclear breath.
0: That's True! True.
1: <laughs> And this this movie is actually very unique in the entire series because it's very somber and dark. And it's Godzilla himself is kind of a force in nature, but he's also a reflection of the destructive power of mankind and how it how it always comes back to bite them.
2: A lot of the uh, movies that came out in Japan in the fifty uh, late forties, early fifties were very heavy <laughs> yeah. on nuclear power. I mean, of course, because of the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, the original Doji or the Godzilla Hot Monsters was very niche. Yes, I see. Yes.
3: Yeah. I see. Well, it, it is true that most monster movies reflect the, the fears of the age that they were living in. I mean, for example, uh, the Cold War, the Atomic Age, and such uh, giant anything was around, and also zombies and similar, they're always just trying to represent something that people are afraid of on that same moment. Exactly, so,
2: exactly. And even here in the States, I mean, we had uh, movies like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, <laughs> a Cold War reference. The uh, same thing with um, Daily Earth Stood Still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Godzilla yeah. was simply the Japanese take on it, at coming from a completely
0: different view. Right. Uh, yes, thinking... I see. Yes, well, <laughs> yes, I see. The one thing that interests me about the the first movie is how Godzilla is more of a force of nature that just has to be survived versus a character. It, it Godzilla simply is.
1: Yeah, he doesn't he he's not he's not a character at all and he he the way he's uh he's defeated is very uh impersonal. They just there's a scientist in the story and he invents this thing called the oxygen destroyer and they go down to the bottom of the bay where Godzilla is sleeping and they just drop it off and it kills him and then that's that's the movie and for for a Godzilla movie that's very anticlimactic or what you would what you would think of as a Godzilla movie based on what the later movies are and right. uh, and it didn't take very long for Godzilla to become silly. I mean, I, I would even argue that it became silly in this movie just by adding Raymond Burr.
2: <laughs> but I mean, that was that was in the American version, and yeah, it it definitely detracted from, from <clears> the <throat> Um, as soon as we got into the versus movies, Godzilla became less of the, uh, <clears throat> the force of nature that that he used to be. I mean. In the first movie, <coughs> a hurricane. Uh, ben, you need to get that cough looked at.
1: Obviously, we're having audio issues with Tom here, and for some reason, whenever one of us makes a noise, that brings him back. Uh, I don't know. Do you? Do you have maybe the? Uh, doesn't Skype have some have some sort of audio thing that like auto adjusts your your volume? Oh maybe yeah, that's like it. the limiter
0: and such. The yeah, I'm micly adjust microphone setting is right here. Yeah. Is it turned on or off, Tom?
2: Oh, it was on. Yeah, piece of if, you, like I said before, if you want something done right,
0: don't use Microsoft. Okay, I'm <laughs> kind of turned off. How is that sounding now? Uh starting to go again. Uh, bring, bring, bring your gain all. Uh, bring your gain up a little bit.
2: Doo-doo-doo. How about my Tide and my other laundry detergents? Okay, <sighs> how is that? By sure. Jove,
0: I think we got it.
2: Okay, good. Okay. So, okay. Uh, let's see. What was I saying? Uh, in the Versus movies, Godzilla was less the, <laughs> 13 <to> 13. <laughs> the force of nature that he was in the first one. I mean, there was no surviving Godzilla in the first
0: <clears throat> one. You basically. Is it fading out again?
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs>
0: it's April Fool's and the joke is on us.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, the joke is called. Windows. <laughs> uh, okay, continue <Okay>, uh, we'll <laughs> on, we'll, uh, and we'll just hope that you find that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this show has been brought to you by Chloraseptic. <laughs>
1: oh, I hate you, Skype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, I mean, I said. As soon as they got the movies <clears throat> where you had to have a competitor for Godzilla, <clears throat> then you immediately lower down <clears> throat> throat> from the character itself. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like coughing while somebody's talking.
0: <laughs> oh my God! We need to fix this. <laughs> it's worse though It is. <laughs> Tom. Tom, do you
2: have a phone number? Yeah, hold on. Let me go get my iPhone, and I'll see if I can – I'll use my step
0: on there. <laughs> okay. I will be right back. Okay. Don't lose that you don't want
3: to call nobody else. Send it off. In
0: Hello. A... Hello. All right, Hello. Tom. Can you, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, we can.
2: Okay, good. Hopefully this will be working this time.
0: Okay, so uh, Godzilla,
3: monster, kills things. You were saying he's less of a character ever since he became you know versus movie character.
2: Well, actually, it would have to be the opposite way around. He became less of the force of nature that he was. I mean, in the first movie, he was the hurricane. He was the, the – he was Shiva, the god of destruction, uh, who came through, and mankind basically, no matter what they tried – couldn't do anything. Even the uh, the action destroyer allegedly thought killed him, but they found out in a much, 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 much later movie that it didn't. It just he just shrugged it off and went back to sleep.
3: <laughs> but uh, as soon as you started another having, monster,
2: yep. As soon as you um had the verses, that means that you had to have something that was equally as powerful and do that. If you had those two forces of nature. Uh, forget it. Mankind is gone. So you actually had to detract from Godzilla to make the other monsters seem almost as equal. You depower him and power up something else.
0: Well, that's it just, that's it, around it the time Godzilla. That's around the time that Godzilla really did his uh, heel face turn, so to speak.
1: Well, his heel face turn comes comes a, a bit later than I thought it did. Like it, even in the, like the next three or four movies, he's still very much a bad guy. Like Godzilla raids again where he's up against uh, Angarus and. Um, actually, I don't know if Angerus is supposed to, I don't, I'm pretty sure he's not a good guy either. They're both like just tearing up crap and, uh, and the humans are trying to stop them and Godzilla, you know, even when he is a good guy, he doesn't seem to really care. It's more like he just wants to <laughs> brawl.
0: And, uh, well, let's talk about one of his early famous brawls, one that, you know, really em- embodied the whole idea of East versus West.
1: You you mean uh, Godzilla, Godzilla versus, versus-
0: Bambi? <laughs> uh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but we uh, we actually mean King Kong versus Godzilla, where, where. Oh, I thought it was Godzilla versus King Kong.
2: Well, well, this
1: one had a very strange genesis. Like originally, it was supposed to be King Kong versus Frankenstein. I guess Willis O'Brien had actually uh, pitched it as that, and somehow to- Toho got involved and at some point they switched it around and they put Godzilla in there like even how King Kong comes comes to life in the in the movie he's brought to life by lightning and that's for some reason they they would leave like little uh, little vestiges of earlier scripts in there even when it didn't make sense they do that in later movies too like the lightning thing comes back and they use it for Godzilla in a later movie it's very bizarre
0: but this is this is really one of those cases of uh, you know, both you know both sides had monsters that were feared and respected in their own countries. But when when they went against each other, it was like you know, yeah, King Kong wrecked New York and Godzilla wrecked Japan. But you know what? There are monsters, damn it. Mm-hmm. It's it's like people rooting for the home team.
3: Well, I think with Godzilla, it's a big thing of you know, the evil you know versus a new evil or something like that. Because Godzilla. Oh, is more of a you know a gangster that turns against anyone that tries to do drugs on their territory or something. It's well, like... and the
2: origins of the origins of the two monsters as well. I mean, King Kong was the fish out of water. He was you know a, a god quote unquote. He was worshipped on his own island on Monster Island or Skull Island or whatever movie you watch on that has it. Godzilla was. Like I said, but he was the morality play. So, I mean, you've got two different origins, two different times as well. King Kong was from the 1930s, uh, where America was going through its Great Depression. Godzilla was post-war Japan. So, I mean, it, com- comparing the two and even having the two combat each other, it's going to be apples and oranges because the two of them really have no similarities other than they're giant monsters, you know, it's like saying that Paris Hilton is the same as uh, Olivia uh, Wilde because they both have been in video.
3: <laughs> yeah, the thing is that they're, they're entirely different takes, um, even different scales. That's why Godzilla. I mean, the real Godzilla versus King Kong should have been closer to Godzilla versus Bambi, uh, only instead of stepping on it, kicking it. Uh, because you know he's not as small as Bomby, of course. Uh, but so, but in the movie they just you know enlarged him and they gave him you know these lightning powers and then they gave Mecha Kong. <laughs> so so weird. Uh, it's it, it's easy to see why they thought it was a good idea, but that that's more like you know the 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 cliche stupid Hollywood producer. You know what would be cool. Like a giant spider in the third act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: King Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus King Kong, depending upon which version of the show, had misinterpreted King Kong as badly as Dean Devlin did Godzilla himself in
0: 1985. Oh, God. Or the Master Broderick movie did in
2: 1990, something. Yeah, it's the same movie. That was a Dean Devlin movie. I thought it was 85. No, it was 95. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It's so bad it covered. It went back in time. <laughs> but I mean, we you could because we could talk about Godzilla, but we also have to talk about the uh, quote unquote children of Godzilla, and I'm not talking about Godzuki. <laughs> uh, and that is because I mean, Godzilla spawned a whole franchise, not just the Godzilla, but the whole giant monster movies and yeah. TV shows which came out of it. I mean, you would without Godzilla, you wouldn't have had an Ultraman you wouldn't have uh, what I grew up on the space giants or Johnny Sacco and his giant robot or any of the because the giant robots came out as a reaction to the giant monsters
3: which was a very logical reaction if you're trying to fight something that's sort of humanoid looking you know that's moving like a human you need something to tackle him I mean, let's face it, most of the time that there's some sort of fiction that involves a giant being, uh, the usual strategy is this very elaborate plan that has that giant thing trip and fall, and then we kill it. Uh, Unless you have no originality and you're just one of those guys that says, oh, we'll kill it with fire, so you shoot a lot of torpedoes at him. And then he dies on a bridge, looking at Matthew Broderick.
1: No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is no worse way to die. Well, there is, and that is... Uh,
2: I-, I talk about Ultraman. Did you know Godzilla was an Ultraman?
3: Yeah, only with a slight color change or something like that, because they they got cold feet at the last second. So it went, no, 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 we can't make this. So it's like, yeah, you can't okay, have so... somebody
2: beat Godzilla.
3: So, it's not Godzilla, but we all know it's Godzilla. We so... yeah, It was
2: um, Kira, if I remember correctly. Ultraman versus Kira. Kira. Mm.
3: Thanks to the low budget of that day, uh, they just had to reuse most of the suits. So, if Godzilla was available, you can complain.
1: <laughs> and on the same topic, I mean, the Power Rangers, obviously enough, are derivative of Godzilla. I mean, just look at the dragon sword.
2: They're the red-headed bastard children of
1: Godzilla.
3: They're doubly derivative from the original Godzilla. Do you know that? I mean, for example, uh, it's not just about, you know, giant robots destroying Japan, which is basically Super Sentai, but it's also the Japanese footage with a giant monster that got some American footage added in order to make an international version.
0: Oh my Did god! You tell
3: us that? Uh huh. Yes, you see now.
0: Yes, I see. Oh god. It's all conspiracy. Yes, I
3: see. I, 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 I'm still trying to see if this is like, you know, the Kevin Bacon game only with Power Rangers for me. Like, I could connect everything to Power Rangers by now. <laughs> at, at least I will definitely. A, be able to connect everything to Power Rangers the moment they go into the pirate territory. I can't wait to see how they pull that off. I
2: don't even want to know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just...
2: it's not. A, I don't want to know. I just. It's. A, I don't care. Power Rangers <laughs> was bad when it started off. It was a bad. It was. Power Rangers was to giant robots and giant monsters what uh, Battle of the Planets was to anime. Badly dubbed, badly hacked, badly rewritten.
3: Yeah, but it also created its own lore. I mean, the Japanese understand Power Rangers, and I believe they would understand Battle of the Planets the same way. Like an entirely different show, a different interpretation. Like, for example, they, there have been many Power Rangers series that got redubbed into Japanese and became better hits than the original series. I mean, Megaforce is doing an incredible job in making a better season than... Well, at no, that point, they speakers, actually
2: yeah. started using their own costumes and their own monsters, didn't they? Guys, uh, well, I don't want to turn this into a Power Rangers show. Oh, God,
3: no. <laughs> I mean, God, we could yeah.
2: talk about other giant monsters. I mean, uh, there were so many, because like I said, it became their own franchise, not just the Godzilla things. Uh, you could always talk about uh, the friend to all children.
3: Gamera. 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 Gamera.
2: I mean, how can you not like a giant rocket-powered turtle?
0: Blastoise.
3: Yeah, and also the derivative Pokémon that are the miniature things uh, to these giant things. Yeah,
0: and they even had
2: the Godzilla quote-unquote episode where they had the giant Pokémon.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, God, did That's I just true. actually admit I knew a, a Pokémon episode? Caterpie <laughs>
1: and Butterfree are basically different different Mothra. stages of Mothra, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! I feel so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: There's plenty of that over there, but that's just because it's very ingrained, you know, yeah. in all the pop culture back then. Uh, well, we we have seen Kaiju's b- even being referred by name in, in even American shows. Uh, have you guys uh, heard of Firebreather?
1: No. No, can't say
3: that I
2: have. But, I mean, we can use a more modern, I mean, the movie that's coming out from Guillermo del Toro, uh, Pacific Pacific Rim, which is giant robots versus kaiju, and they actually use the name kaiju to describe the giant monsters. Cool.
3: Yeah, same as they did with Fire Breather. Um, Well, uh, also we have, uh, for a very popular cartoon reference, Ben 10 not only has monsters that are, you know, giant lizards among his alien selection... He even has an alien race that's basically an Ultra. It's an Ultraman character homage. It's called Way Big, I think.
2: And then uh, the uh, bad robot, uh, J.J. Abrams, produced uh, the famous Cloverfield, uh, which was basically a Godzilla movie, even though it wasn't the Godzilla monster. It was a Godzilla movie from not focusing on the giant monster, but on the uh, select group of people that are just trying to survive this attack.
3: Mm-hmm. It even had a manga adaptation spin-off that involved a cult in Japan. I, I really want more of the Cloverfield universe explored. I mean,
2: I, Yeah, I would love to see more about it. They, I know they had a sequel planned, but it really was, to me, it was one of the best, I say this, one of the best Godzilla movies I've seen because of the way that it was handled, shaky cam and all. Uh, I mean, if it yeah, just played
3: the Cloverfield that's... monster with Godzilla,
2: it would have been the same thing.
3: There's one thing with Cloverfield that, I mean, uh, regardless of the rest of the movie, the one thing that distracted me from time to time was it was the best, worst shaky cam ever, because it's so good. I mean, it's supposed to be like a mini TV camera, you know, found footage and all, but it's, it's always, you know, giant HD widescreen, and it moves so smoothly, like it has... Movement well, to me, I always got distracted by the fact stuff.
2: that this was – you've got this giant monster rampaging through New York, um, who they I think they now elected mayor, um, and you're running from this thing, and you're holding the camera to your face. <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm reminded of a friend that a friend used to tell me. I mean it was, I don't have to run faster than it. I just have to run faster than you. Mm-hmm. And the camera to the face kind of detracts from that.
3: Wow. That's true. I can see that.
2: But all in all, it's like I said, it's, to me, it was still one of the best, it was one of the best Godzilla movies I ever saw, even though it wasn't Godzilla. Right. And then we have uh, to refer back to what was probably the worst Godzilla movie ever made, and that was what we talked about earlier, the Matthew Broderick, uh, Dean Devlin produced Godzilla movie. Oh, God. Which, over in Japan, they call,
3: what? Zilla. Zilla, yeah. yeah. Because, because the Americans took the God, oh, yeah. And exactly.
1: and just to show how badly they dropped the ball, they had that awful awful uh mashup be- between P Diddy and and uh Jimmy Page. Uh, Walk with me? Yeah, the the song they did for that movie which was uh what it was originally Cashmere. Oh what, they, yeah, was it? They that ruined Cashmere. They ruined Cashmere. I think it was Cashmere. Uh, if it isn't, I've got I, I I've got song. tons of uh, Led Zeppelin fans are going to be screaming at me. Wasn't that the one called I ran out of blow, so I need a paycheck. I think, I think, yeah, you're right. But the thing is, there already was a Godzilla song, and I'm like, why didn't you use that?
3: Well, at least we got, you know... Yeah,
0: Come With Me is a cover of Kashmir.
3: Yes. They also had Deeper Underground
0: with Jemmy And Let me just say, Kashmir is a great song, as it was originally played. Yes. Oh, God. It must have gotten help from Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. But...
2: <laughs> Which is a different topic altogether. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I do gotta uh, uh, give it to the uh, 1995, 98 Godzilla movie, uh, the Sila movie. Uh, I have to give it to it. You know, it, it does have two good things. For once, it's that the effects uh, actually didn't age that much. I mean, compared to Jurassic Park 2, for instance. It does have some images that don't look like all the way CGI. I mean, there was some effort put into that and I don't believe they used animatronics for that one. Uh, and the other is the the TV series that was a much closer homage to the Godzilla we all know and love. It even had Battle of the Monsters and even Mega Godzilla in it using the Godzilla from the movie.
1: That series uh, that series was so much better than it had any right to be and I I was shocked that, that Adeline like, managed to get something out of that movie and make a good series out of it.
0: <laughs> they found a way. They found
1: a way.
3: You know what they say about, you know, creativity thriving through adversity and stuff. How more adverse than you gotta make a follow-up to this horrible, horrible movie into a TV animated series. Can be. These are the I, same mean, I, a,
2: I still don't see what can be too bad about a movie that's got such. Matthew Broderick delivering
0: a line with such great passion, like, that's a lot of fish. <laughs> I, actually, someone from Hollywood told me once best to describe Matthew Broderick. He said, Matthew Broderick's best acting ever was during the promotional tour for that
2: movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will agree with
3: that. Yeah incredible awesome the whole
1: movie i kept expecting him to like turn to the camera and start explaining how he's going to skip school (laughs) (laughs) it's like he's permanently stuck as that character he's got this kind of wimpy teenager sounding voice and yet he's a full-grown man he doesn't work as an action star
0: i don't think he was an action star though he was just there yeah yeah he was
1: just kind of there like i'm a worm guy
0: Yeah, what's his name? The French acting star with him, though.
1: Jean Renault. Yeah, oh. who
0: was the, the French spy that just happens to be in town to save everybody's butt? Uh, well, yeah. he had, well he had to do something before before teaming up in that one video game with that Japanese action star. Oh,
1: I don't even remember what video <laughs> game that was. It I mean, was I mean, the yeah, weirdest yeah, thing so. I ever
0: saw in my life. I was like, wait, what? He had a whip or something. Yeah, he had like a glove whip. It, 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 it's a. Uh, was it show or something like that? Onimusho three, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so wait a minute. They they have like they cast like real actors to be. What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those what the
1: fuck moments.
0: Uh, I yeah, kind of like they, having Raoul Julia and, character and was
3: dead by then.
0: Hey, that was brilliant,
1: Tom. Raul Julia made that movie. <laughs> that is the best worst movie of all time.
0: <laughs> because yes. of him, because he acted his heart out.
2: <laughs> it also killed them. So, so I mean, you got to count that into it too.
0: <laughs> he literally acted his heart out.
2: Yeah, oh, and for that. But um, let's go into some of the other things because I, mean, I well, to me, I mean, you talk about giant monsters, and we talk about giant robots. I grew up as a kid in the seventies, yeah, and I grew up on such things as the space giants and Johnny Sacco and his giant robot, as I mentioned, which were uh, Americanized. Uh, it's the same thing it was i hate to compare it to power rangers because this stuff was actually good taking japanese shows redubbing and re-editing in fact um if i remember correctly space giants the uh voice director and uh one of the rewriters for it was peter fernandez best known as speed racer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was it was the same thing but rather it was I I don't want to call it the same type of morality play because Godzilla was completely different where it was the monster that was the force of nature here. It was the monsters were the tool of the guy trying to take over the earth as a plot that everybody's seen done over and over and over again in any of these giant robot movies. And you have the three giant robot or the giant robot. And I still want to know how you have a 50 foot giant robot with a five foot tall wife.
0: (laughs) Wow. And
2: even more, they had a son. Um... And in the American version, that was gold, Silvar, and gam, if I remember correctly. Uh, the, Amer- the Japanese original version, uh, it was Ambassador Magma, which explained why it was in a volcano. But it was, you, know, you had the human contact, again, a kid who could summon them by uh, one, two, or three blows on his supersonic whistle to come and help them out and fight the robot, fight the monsters or whatever it is. And we saw the same thing done time and time and time again, whether it be Ultraman, Space Giants, Johnny Sacco, uh, even nowadays with the Power Rangers, it's the same format. And it really really is the versus format, which they got into with Godzilla, where you've got the good guy and the bad monster. Right. Mm.
3: Uh, So should we... what, What better way to say monster of the week than one that you actually have to defeat a monster every week. Yeah. It's time for intermission, boys and girls.
1: Do you like retro shows? Did you grow up in either the 80s or the 90s? Then tune into Telecast, GeekCastRadio.com's newest podcast. Join us here on the Telecast as we revisit some of your favorite shows, such as Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts, Saved by the Bell, and much, much more, only on GeekCastRadio.com. Are you looking for a weekly dose of gaming news in retro? And check out Off the Cuff available Fridays on Geekcast Radio Network from the producers of XRG.
3: New name, same.
0: By the power of Skull, I command the jaw fringe. Open!
1: Yes, that's right. We have traveled to Eternia
0: to enter Castle Skull. Join Optimus Solo and TFJ and Mike as they find themselves telling tales of Eternia. We cover all things He-Man in this 45-episode-long podcast. You can find us on iTunes and www.geekcastradio.com. By the power of Skull, we all have the power. And now, back to the show.
1: So should we actually start talking about the other monsters? Uh, yes. Yeah, because... Uh, early on, they they were giving a lot of the other monsters their own movies, like Baron and Mothra and and Rodan all had their own movies, and then those monsters started started finding their way into the uh, into the Godzilla franchise, and uh, of course Mothra was one of the early ones, and Rodan uh, found his way into, uh, uh, I think it was uh, one of the uh, ones with King Ghidorah. In fact, King Ghidorah uh, originated. Uh, and he was originally called Ghidra, and the movie was called Ghidra the Three-Headed Monster. And uh, this is the movie, I think, where Godzilla officially turns face, because Ghidorah is the classic Godzilla villain. He's the three-headed dragon who flies, and his his heads just kind of, like, wobble up and down, and they shoot <laughs> lightning. And it is—he is probably my favorite Godzilla villain, just because— uh, of how menacing he is and how cool he looks. Of course, he looks silly and rubbery, but that's what we—that's why we love Godzilla too.
3: He was the final villain on, um, uh, uh, what was his name? Godzilla Final Wars.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That was he... that was like the surprise ending because he had this character called uh, Monster X, and you mm-hmm. didn't you didn't really know what his what was going on, and then all of a sudden he starts morphing. And his shoulder pads, you know, they each have like I think they had like a dragon head on it, and then and the shoulder pads start coming out and they turn into the three heads of Ghidorah. And they're like, oh my god, because <laughs> you I don't think I don't think Ghidorah had even been in the Millennium series. Up, no wait, I think no, I take that back. He was, but that that's a sillier movie. and We'll get to that. But uh, actually, just uh, Final Wars is kind of a funny entry in itself. I know we're skipping to the very last movie. So early in the program, but uh, that's the one where Godzilla is oh my god so overpowered with, that he's beating up he's beating up Rodan he's beating up he he's beating up Gigan, who hadn't been in the series since like the 70s or maybe even earlier. And in fact, he beats up Gigant twice. At one point, he comes back, he's got like double chainsaw arms, and he still gets his ass kicked. <laughs> and, and the best fight in the whole movie. In my opinion, is when he was eight seconds long. Yeah, it was when Godzilla comes up on shore in Australia, and there is the American Godzilla, Zilla, Zilla. Yes, and this was the fight I always wanted to see. I said, I remember being like, "God damn it! What Toho needs to do is get the rubber Godzilla and put him against that American CGI piece of crap. Don't even make a don't even make a puppet out of him. Just use CG and have them go at it, and have it be the biggest." Slaughter of all time, and that's what it was, and it was delicious. It was eight <laughs> seconds long,
0: and then, and then the the villain says, "I knew, I knew that tuna eater wouldn't stand a chance against Godzilla."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, because all Godzilla did was just slap Zilla with his tail once, knock him into the Sydney Opera House, yeah, atomic fire breath, and that's it.
1: Yeah, and I love that. I love that Zilla has been adopted into the Godzilla canon. Just because, for two reasons, America got to contribute to the Godzilla franchise. We have our monster, yay! But he's also the Dan Hibiki of the Godzilla franchise. That actually, he's... there
3: was another. It's not just that; it also explains and leaves it extra clear that Sila is not Godzilla. Well, they did that. They did that in a... by having him on the same continuity and not being the main guy. <laughs> actually, it didn't,
0: in Godzilla 2000, didn't they actually have a part where you know they had? They had like a Japanese defense force saying there was a sighting in America, and another Japanese guy says actually we just verified
1: that that wasn't Godzilla. That was in a. Yeah. That was in another <laughs> yeah. movie actually. That was in. Uh... In Godzilla 2000. Yeah, that's what I said. No, it was in uh, Godzilla where, where again... Mothra, King Ghidorah, uh, monsters all out attack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I looked oh, it oh, up this way. morning. <laughs> I'm like, which
3: movie was that no, in? But, but but in Godzilla in Godzilla 2000, there's also a mention of. Aside in, uh, and also the final villain in Godzilla 2000 is an alien that assimilates the Godzilla cells into itself yeah. and sort of becomes a sort of Godzilla clone that's not Scylla, but it's closer to Scylla than to Godzilla. Yeah.
1: Ouch.
3: Yeah, try to look for him just to, so you guys see it.
1: Yeah, um...
3: But let's keep going.
1: I had the name of that monster, it was. Uh it was it was something really weird it was orga that yeah yeah he's like he's one of the more forgettable monsters but he that was kind of a cool fight because he goes to eat godzilla and then Godzilla just basically blows him out from the inside oh my god <laughs> he cranks up the uh the the uh the, the atomic breath and just fries him in fact that movie has one of my favorite endings because the at the end the human characters are looking at godzilla standing triumphantly and Uh, I forget what the the little kid says, but uh, the the main adult male character goes... It was something like, do you
3: think Godzilla did it to protect us?
1: I think there's a little Godzilla in us all. And then right at that point, Godzilla cranks up the the fire breath and just does like a 360 and starts torching the city. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the ending.
0: So basically it's like, Godzilla wins, yay! Oh wait, we live
1: there. Yeah. It's like the good news is Godzilla beat up the other monster. The bad news is Godzilla beat up the other monster.
0: <laughs> God blesses everyone. Yeah.
3: Actually, the, the the human characters in that Godzilla movie they they're from the Godzilla. Uh, it, they're, they're like a, a weather uh, a, a weather control unit with very very little funding. That's just a. a uh, this guy and his like ten year old daughter who are trying to predict where Godzilla will strike again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, you know, something like Twister, only with uh Japanese dad and his daughter and this meddling Japanese uh reporter, maybe uh all trying to research Godzilla and you know, follow him around. Um one of the things that I always got from Godzilla is like He's just, I mean, at least from the Millennium series, he's just so tired of people. and like He's mad at at all the monsters around him. It's like he, he woke up with the wrong giant foot. Uh, and it's like, oh, what the... F- Modra? You again? Here? I'm so gonna kick your ass. And that's Godzilla Final Wars. It's just Godzilla waking up from a... What was it, a 50-year slumber on ice? And then they just wake him up and say, Yay, Godzilla, (laughs) Alien X says you look fat. (laughs) And then it's just Godzilla walking halfway around the world, kicking every monster that shows up in his way.
2: I always thought it was a situation of, I mean, I know whenever I go to a Japanese restaurant and have something to eat, I'm hungry again an hour later. (laughs) If I were Godzilla, I'd be attacking Tokyo all the
1: time just to get something to eat. That movie is just Godzilla going around the world and beating up all the monsters. I don't think anyone actually hurts him. He just kind of, he goes from like continent to continent. There's a monster there. He runs into like King Caesar and, you know, does the Hulk Hogan leg drop on him and it's over. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so it's it's like professional wrestling, but with giant monsters.
1: Yeah, it's just mindless grudge matches from beginning to end. <laughs> Which people love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's funny, you should mention that, because well, let's segue over to one of the other things about giant monsters that a lot of people love, and that's monsters in the video games.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean,
2: back in the 80s, I used to play the hell out of a Commodore 64 game called Mail Order Monsters, where it was one of the first... It was a multiplayer game where you or your opponent controlled giant monsters. You would combat each other or computer-controlled enemies, win battles, win money, and upgrade your monster. And if anybody's got a Commodore 64 emulator out there or has an actual C64, pick up this game. It's a rousing amount of fun. But we could also look talk about some of the arcade games. I mean, everybody's played Rampage.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, we have. With Liz. Yeah, with Liz, the, uh, the lizard who is clearly a Godzilla analog. And George Absolutely. the Gorilla, who is clear, clearly King Kong, and yes. Ralph the Wolf, who I guess is just there to be the third player.
2: Yeah, to round everything yeah. out. And the poor hapless humans there who uh, not only distract,
0: but make great foodstuffs, too. Yes, they do. I'm gonna wreck it.
1: <laughs> and one of my favorites, which is the the blatant, blatant rip-off, which is the Neo Geo game uh, King of the Monsters, which is I mean that's just being overtly blatant because that's that's King Kong. I mean, I'm sorry, that's that's Godzilla's. That's his title. I mean, <laughs> he is the King of the Monsters, and they have this video game called King of the Monsters. No Godzilla, but you would you would know that just by looking at it because it it looks like it's it's clearly designed to be like a a, a super kaiju game, and it's clearly uh, very very uh, inspired by Godzilla. And then there's the uh, there's the Dreamcast game. the the very the very famous uh, uh, shortages of uh, Dreamcast memory cards back in the day. I remember uh, retailers like Electronics Boutique had to had to uh, import the the memory cards from Japan just so they'd have stock. And one of the one of the prized ones to get was the Godzilla memory card. And uh, Godzilla was actually there was a a fighting game on the, on the Dreamcast that was a launch game for the for the Japanese side, not. I don't know if it was what was a launch title in America because by then by the the Dreamcast like launched like months later in America and I think by then they had better games and I, I don't know when that game came out in America but uh, wasn't there an NES game too
0: um, I'm not sure
2: I, I think so I mean I know that there were a couple of games including Destroy all Monsters yeah. uh, for the Xbox the original Xbox yeah um, let me pull up the list. Uh, let's see, Godzilla, 1980, Godzilla Counter 64, mm-hmm. Godzilla versus Three Major Monsters, uh, for the MSX, and then uh, Godzilla Gojira-kun, Movie Monster Game, Monsters Fair, and Godzilla Monster of Monsters, for the NES. There was also Godzilla 2, War of the Monsters, a Godzilla game for the Game Boy, a Super Godzilla
1: game for the SNES... Well, everything was called Super Something on the SNES. Yep, there was apparently a Godzilla arcade game back in 1993.
3: Yeah, but wasn't he... Didn't the Super Godzilla from the SNES game became Space Godzilla? Didn't they reuse his design? Mm-hmm.
2: Let's see. Um, this game is known for having Baggin, a monster that was originally supposed to fight Godzilla in a feature film, but. Uh, it's also known for substituting the Heisei Mechagodzilla with the original Mechagodzilla in the North American version of the game. Because Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2 had not been released in North America at the time.
1: Interesting choice.
2: <laughs> wow. Wow, this is reading some of the
1: definitions of the
2: games. Let's yeah. see. Um, is fascinating.
1: I do remember that Godzilla made a very unofficial cameo in uh, Revenge of Shinobi. Mm. Along with the Terminator, Batman, and Spider-Man, and, uh, I think, I think there was one other, but I don't remember. But yeah, Sega, uh, I think Sega got slapped on the wrist because later, uh, later incarnations of that game had all those removed.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad that the Daikon B short films didn't have those problems because they also have... that giant amount of cameos, and of course, you can make a science fiction convention video without Godzilla. If it's a Japanese one, especially.
2: Let's see. It's spoof oh, they... characters in video games. Yeah, they, it's got Rampage, of course, Revenge of Shinobi, which figures a boss, features a boss similar to Godzilla, yeah. uh, King of Monsters, War of the Monsters, Samurai Western, uh, stars a warrior named Gojira Kirui, and his brother Rando... Which is a uh, anagram of Rodan. Mm. Uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Interesting. Which features a bonus level, the Revenge of Edzilla. Oh God! Uh, Destroy all humans two, which features a mission called Gojira Kaiju Battle.
1: Um, Bart's nightmare is going to be in there somewhere. There's a a God's
2: Borderland. Bart's Nightmare, nightmare, and Borderlands, which features the uh, Skags and. The largest one called Skagzilla, and of course uh, the
3: moth-like bird creature is called mothrak <laughs> They also had uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did you guys know that? Really? Yeah, there's this like a an Easter egg where you have to basically you you visit a a sewer-like level where there's pizza, and you get attacked by you know. It, they're not Ninja Turtles, but they're ninjas wearing some strange colored clothing and some kind of peculiar, familiar weapons. And they're, yeah, so it's an interesting, you know, shout out. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's 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 easy. Every time we think of giant monsters, at least the the first that comes to mind is Godzilla. Yeah. No. And if it's not Godzilla, it's King Kong. And they both shared, you know, places. Uh, You know why why I think one of the reasons that King Kong is beat against Godzilla this many times? Because in the original movie, and of course in every other incarnation, he has fought uh, at Tyrannosaurus Rex, which is basically a giant lizard. That's probably what they say, yeah, Godzilla could take... King Kong could take on Godzilla if he was his size and had lightning powers.
0: Well, because he killed two T-Rexes.
3: Yeah.
2: But it was also a uh, contrast. I mean, what really is an analog of American versus Japanese. You know? And, uh, of course, depending upon who wins is who makes it. Yeah. That's why in the American films, God, uh, King Kong easily beats the uh, Tyrannosaurus Rexes, the Godzilla-like thing. And Godzilla can trounce all over King Kong.
1: That's true.
2: True. Even with Lightning pairs. <laughs> But, I mean, we can't let anything go without mentioning that they're supposed to... They just started production on a new Godzilla film. That's right. Hmm. If I remember correctly.
3: Yes, I've heard something about that. Uh, I've seen some concept art, too. It's way closer to Godzilla.
1: Good. Hopefully he breathes fire and the army can't hurt him.
3: <laughs> I, I believe that's exactly the concept art for the movie, actually. Oh. it's. Uh, let, let's see if I can find it.
1: Oh, and it's coming out next year, which would be uh, what the 60th anniversary of Godzilla.
3: Ooh! Yeah. So yep. they they well, timed that very Toho well. Toho wanted to. Toho wanted it to, you know, give it some time for it to cool down, and yeah. for people to start missing him. Uh, the thing is that he, it also, Toho also got extremely overprotective and started shutting down every fun project ever made. I mean, it was hunting out godzilla films wildly the, You you not do shit without toho taking it out because they, well it, it's because they care so much about godzilla but it's like hey come on <laughs> let the fans have some fun too. yeah
1: that's no good
3: not to mention yeah i mean it it's way, way it's way too difficult to top the devlin version right
0: <laughs>
3: so Let's see any other
0: final
1: notes, guys. Well, I think the one movie that we should bring up before we close this out is Godzilla vs. Megalon, <laughs> because this is this is the the all time classic when it comes to MST3K Godzilla movies, because this is the one that introduces Jet Jaguar, <laughs> Jet Jaguar, <laughs> <laughs> who is clearly oh, I, feel, I feel he's yeah he's clearly a uh, an Ultraman ripoff. And uh, from what I heard, it was designed by a child who won a contest. It was. Yep.
2: And had a completely different name too. They basically took this kid's uh, design, reworked it, gave it a new name and threw it in this movie.
3: Yeah. And this is. It was called Red uh, Red Alone or something like that. Right. right. Yeah.
1: And Gigan shows up. So it's like a two on two battle. Gigan and, uh, and uh, Megalon versus Godzilla and uh, and uh, Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar was originally supposed to be the star, but they were like, "eh," will throw Godzilla in there, and pretty much pretty much killed the the push for Jet, Jet Jaguar, because he was never to be seen again. But well, yep. except
0: in except in the video games. Oh, that's
1: true. But this is also the the movie that had the epic drop kick. In fact, it was so awesome they did it twice. <laughs> Oh, man. One of the most famous, famous <laughs> screencaps of Godzilla of all time is him doing that ridiculous dropkick where he like he does a running start, and he, he basically slides on his tail for, like, a mile and hits, hits Megalon <laughs> with a <the> dropkick <laughs> while Jet Jaguar holds him in place. I love it. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> all right. So uh, any other final Godzilla notes, guys?
1: Um... Or- or kaiju notes, I should say. I'm just, I'm just gonna throw this one out there. Uh, Godzuki or Nilla, which one is worse? <laughs> Nilla because it sounds like a wafer, and or is it Nina? Or I don't know what that that character's name changes so much. But oh god, there was there was the movie where where he he befriends like a, a child, which is like one of the sing- possibly the single worst Godzilla movie ever made, except for like the 1998 one. And I think that's where I'm
2: sorry, the answer is see all of the above. Yes. <laughs> oh,
1: God. But
3: yeah. Well, I think I'll go with the robot that keeps getting wrecked in the American Godzilla series because that was clearly the creators trying to kill Godzilla in every way possible. <laughs> <laughs> it it feels the same role, it's the, uh, the pet mascot of the uh, scientific exploratory team that they used to call godzilla and it gets killed on every episode think about it, <laughs> it
1: it's like helper only only worse <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right so uh wrapping up uh, we are big fans of kaiju here yeah. and kaiju is awesome and uh oh no it's dogzilla <laughs> and uh yeah well... it's he's called Atos and he's not let me get any sleep by now. All right. So this is your host, Ben.
1: With TV's Neil.
3: Oh, yeah, it's uh, Pablo Prado. And
2: and from 910 Comics, it's 910CMX.com. I'm Thomas Trevor.
0: And we're saying goodnight.
3: Goodnight.